0: Episode 141 of your favorite podcast, the Gordi Podcast. I'm your some Haley Alongside, my co-host Brandon Along, and today we're going to talk about finding your pace in bodybuilding, whether it be a beginner or someone really advanced into bodybuilding competitions. You want to win, you want to compete at a high level, you want to be the best you can be. Let's help find your pace because a lot of people are all over the place, zigzagging everywhere, ups and downs, highs and lows, hots and colds, whatever it might be. I think this podcast is going to help you a ton, be more stable in your approach as always This podcast brought to you by Revive Summons, brought to you by Raw Summons. Use code Mihaly at checkout for a fat discount. Leave us five stars. Share us with your friends. I'll see you inside. All right. So far, it looks like you guys are really enjoying the uh, podcast today. Pretty exciting. I'm kind of enjoying it, too. It's kind of fun like like it's a lot of work it gives like more structure like i like it's, work though. It's, it's, yeah so it's, it's a little more structure it's definitely more work um it's it's, it's exciting though mm-hmm. um and today um i i think this is a really important topic because so many people whether you're new to bodybuilding or a seasoned bodybuilder um or you know, maybe not even a bodybuilder just you know more so listens to um episodes like this just to learn and kind of apply to your fitness journey um finding your pace in bodybuilding or physique improvement. Um, this is really difficult for people because I think there's a misconception maybe that like it's all or nothing. And people have this like all or nothing mentality um, because like they see, you know, folks uh, like they follow people who are like really all in on the deep end right and understand like, it takes a lot of time to get there like i didn't get there until six years into into bodybuilding um and you know i i think it, it takes a lot of like trial and error to understand like, what all in means so like yeah, if absolutely. you expect that you're going to be there day one year one um year two like it it, it, it it's a beast to get into like I uh, talked to Brandon about it I talked to him on the podcast about you have to you have to learn how to train like You've lost, yep. and you have to learn how to train also like you've won. And that applies to where you have to learn how to diet, like you've lost, like you've, uh, you've learned how to do cardio, like lost, like something's on the line. And you have to learn this for people who really care about it, for people who are like actually invested, they like have real coaches, like have, you know, real ambitions, have, um, you know, the real tools in their tool belt in order to succeed and push forward, right? So, finding your pace in bodybuilding. Um, a lot of folks are, are they oftentimes doubt um, what they're doing. And I think this is strike number one. Um, one, you know, there's a few ways around this. You know, you doubt what you're doing because, Maybe it's not working as fast as it is for other people, and you don't understand how massive the genetic component is for bodybuilding. Like, honestly, I didn't understand it uh, really until I won my overall. Like, why Um, am I not
1: seeing the same results as Justin? Yeah, because
0: you're not a hyper-responder. You're not training as hard. You're not dieting as hard. You know, you're not maybe using as much or as good of gear. Maybe you don't respond as well to gear. Um, Like, like, you know, there's so many things that kind of go into play of, like, what uh, uh, constitutes progress versus, um, you know, what doesn't, Mm -hmm. right? Like, there's so many variables at play here. Um, And I think think that's massive to understand because we often get stuck in this comparison game. Like, how many of you competitors, like, look up the hashtag to the show that you're going to do before you do the show? I don't do that. Like to, like see other competitors? Yeah. I mean, you can you can upload a picture, you can put some structure on it. You can't tell that the picture was, you know, edited in any way and like you're going to look, you know, better than you actually do in real life, yeah. right? Like, don't, don't do that. Don't go searching for reasons to doubt yourself, doubt the trajectory. Like, how many of you follow people? It's like your physique goals and all this stuff. Well, no matter how hard you work, no matter what you do, you're never going to look like them. Now, you can reach their level of fitness and their level of bodybuilding, but you're going to look like you. At that level, right? And so like, I, I honestly, I think that shit's worth this. I remember when I was like, I my come up as a coach, and clients would hire me, and they send me a picture of like, do you think I can look like this person? No, you can't look like that. Person. Yeah, I asked you about that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but like who you can look like is you at that same level. And you know, you be honestly, people who do that kind of always flame out <laughs> anyways. Cause like, they think it's going to be like a quicker process than it is. Those aren't the people that are all in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're, they, they, they just want the, they want the result. They don't want the work. Yeah. They want it like right now. Mm-hmm. Like this needs to be on my terms and it's not on your terms. It's on mother nature's terms and father time's terms and they're undefeated. And if you try fighting them, you're going to lose. Right. So, um, you, you have to understand that. So the second part of this is I are a good coach. Like <laughs> quite frank, like being a hundred with you guys, just a lot of, you know, DMS I get from people questioning parts of a plan and I'll go to their page and like they have their coaches tagged and it's like always from the same teams or it's always from people I've never heard of. And like, if I haven't heard of you at this point, like you're probably like not, you're probably not a big time prep coach. Right. Mm -hmm. Like how have I not heard of you? How do I not know who you are? Mm -hmm. And like this, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that, you know, quite Frank, it looks much better on the outside than it is on the inside. Mm -hmm. And like, I take pride in like, that's not the case here. Like it's actually way better on the inside than what looks on the outside. I Um, I can agree. And, and it's, you know, it's like we put a Lamborghini engine and you know, like, that's what we care about. Mm -hmm. We built the engine really well Mm -hmm. and all the components to the engine And so, you know, it's always interesting to me. Um, That's something that actually Megan said during one of her Q&As is, I always get questions from this team. And I was like, I always get questions from that team. Always. And it's like, what what are y'all doing? Mm -hmm. But, you know, you see turnover rates of different teams are really high. You know, turnover rates here, luckily, very low. Um, So hiring a good coach. I mean a good coach. I've talked about what makes a good coach and what they make someone who knows, Right. If you're someone with talent, hire someone who can exude that talent. If you're someone just starting out, I wouldn't recommend reaching out to someone like me. I wouldn't recommend, um, you know, like I I, I, re- I, would reach out to someone who, you know, understands what it takes to get into competing. I mean, you understand what it takes to get into competing. reach out to me. Yeah, so like, like reach out to someone like Brandon. Like if you're not a competitive athlete yet, but you want to be like, start in your realm. Mm-hmm. Start in your wheelhouse and then go from there. You know, something I, I see a lot of in applications is um, the people, you know, essentially state, um, you know, I, I, I know I'm not there yet, but I really want to be there. And, dude, that's dope. And, like, honestly, if the rest of your application checks out and you truly have that mentality, you truly have that mindset, I'll, I'll take my chances and I'll bring you on. But a lot of people think that they want to just join my roster because they see who's at the top. Like, dude, I have clients on my roster who don't do that great week over week. I have clients who struggle on my roster week over week. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying, you know, you have to be willing to go through the bad to get to the good. Like, when you come on board with a legitimate coach, it's information overload, like in the beginning. And, like, you need to read through my starting protocols many, many, many times. You have to be pretty intelligent to, like, make it here, right? And you have to be pretty intelligent to, like, be able to make progress and keep up with the pace at which I work. Um, It's not like you just hire a good coach and all this. It just happens, and there's people who expect that. Yeah, why well, I hired you, you know, for this? No, 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 no. Here's the thing. You hired me, and I'm gonna tell you what to do. Like this is this is a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. This is not a democracy. Like you don't have to say on your training programming. <laughs> Yeah. you know now, like you don't have say I don't like this diet. exercise or yeah like or... you don't like it because you suck at it mm-hmm. now if it's causing an injury or something that's like that's way different bad digestion that's yeah different. that's what now these are things we need to fix mm-hmm. no, no 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 you don't you don't have say there's no options oh I like doing with, this yeah, I like eating I don't this. care what you like mm-hmm. you know when when you reach out to me you're you're going to get results and you're going to do, you know what I think you should be doing. Right. And that's how legitimate coaches operate. Mm -hmm. Legitimate coaches operate in that exact realm. I think they should expect that too. Yeah, absolutely. Like this is a dictatorship and I'm on your side and we're, you know, hopefully we become friends and hopefully we become tight because that makes process more rewarding. Like you're not hiring a friend, you're not hiring a buddy. You're not hiring, You're hiring a coach. No, we're not buddy. <laughs> Brandon hates being called buddy. Uh, yeah. I mean, don't don't ever. We're not buds. Don't call me buddy. <laughs> I don't have one fucking buddy. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. You're not a buddy to me. Uh, <laughs> I can promise you that. Um, along these lines, with the self doubt, is you're worried about what other people are doing. So you know you're on team X, and your friend's on team Y. And your other friend's on team Z. And you're all talking about what you're doing at the gym and like, well, man, why aren't I doing that? Oh man, that sounds nice. I'm mean, dude. All right, go join the other team. Again, go back to always revert to you hired your coach for a reason, right? Like you did your homework, you're an intelligent being. You hire, you see through the bullshit, you hire someone who's good who like has the backing, right? So I don't care what other people are doing. This used to be something I was like on oh, my come up as a coach is something that would happen that like so and so is doing this with so and so. I don't care. The issue is you start getting too many cooks in the kitchen. Like when you reach out to me and you start asking me about your protocols, I will never say a word. I'll never say a word about your protocols because I I don't fucking know what your coach is thinking. I have no data on you. I don't have anything. And honestly, like if you reach out to someone and you have a coach and they give you feedback on your protocols now, unless it's like if it's interfering with your health, that's different. I would say PEDs. Yeah. yeah that's like, it, it, or like you're over dieting or things like that. And it's, you know, taken away from long term health. That's different. I'll, I, I will interfere there. But like, if someone, if, if you reach out to someone and you have a coach and you talk to them about your protocol and they give their two cents on your protocol, that's not someone trustworthy. That's not someone you want to be around. They're just trying to sell you. They're trying yeah. to say on why to come over to them. Right? Like, I don't have roster openings for that. Yeah. I'm far too busy to have that. Like trust your shit. If you don't trust your shit and you want to work with me, hire me like wait in line. Everyone else. And you know, hire me. And, and when I, when I say me, I'm more so speaking from a coach side. I'm like speaking from a good coach. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, Matt Jansen, it's the Shane Higley, it's the Andrew Vooz, it's the you know Andrew Barrys, it's um, you know the Alan Crest. Like I'm speaking from like the high level coaches right. side of things, right? So it's not just Justin Mahalius. I'm more I'm speaking from that realm. I'm hire to, one of us. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like I yeah hire hire someone who can help you. Yeah, right. Um, so stop worrying what everyone else is doing. When there's too many chefs in the kitchen, the meal's not going to be very good, right? It's one chef, it's one vision, and you go with it and you see what happens. A, if you give it your all, I mean you give it your absolute best for an extended period of time and you don't like what you see, well, pull out, reassess make a better decision next time. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not real sure what else to tell you, but people have, they want the instant gratification of, you know, being with a the team. They want to be told they're good when they're not good, when they have, like haven't earned it. And people really, really, really just want to have that end result right now. And that makes bodybuilding so hard because it's not, you're not going to get that end result. Like, you need, to be, you need to be prepared to compete for a lot of competitive seasons to be able to learn, to understand, to grow, to win, to do all those things. Right? You don't know the context of other people's situation. You don't know what someone else's coach is thinking, what how someone else's body is responding. So comparing protocols is downright stupid. And if someone's going to give you their two cents on your protocols, that, that's not someone you want to trust, Right? That's, that's, that's a snake in the grass. Plus, I mean, social media is glorified, right? Like, how, like we follow shit-sided competitors. Yeah, we follow shit-sided competitors on mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of people we can point to that, uh, what you put on social media, we know reality. Mm-hmm. And reality is different, different than what's on social media, right? So, for all you know, like, the person that you're trying to emulate, the person you're trying to be the person, X, Y, Z, like, they could just be a fucking mess, for real, like they could just be like they could just be a fucking mess. Yep. Like, so do you actually want to be that? Like, you might be more, you might actually be in a better position than them, but hey, they have a great physique. You don't even know what you're trying to yeah. be. I mean, there are some people, there are some The man, you know who I'm talking about too. There's some, there's some, uh, there's, there's someone who a lot of people on my team look up to. is just a trash person. It's a trash individual. Dude. Yeah. It, it grinds my gears. But none of them know them. Yeah. None of them actually know that person. Even the ones who've been around them Not don't a personal, know that person. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, dude. It grinds my... I just... I just want... I want people to look up to good people. Like, be looking up to good people. And, man... Once you're a good fucking, once you know someone's like a good person or a bad person, you, there's not really much going back. Yeah, you know, like once you know
1: people on a personal level, and once you know their intentions, and exactly. Like, yeah. Oh
0: man, yeah, it's it's bad. Um, if you work with a coach, why are you paying someone just to worry about what other people are doing? Honestly, even people within your team. I mean, I can go through my roster right now, and there's you know, probably 50, 60 different, you know, completely different training programs people are following. No one's running the same cycle unless it's by complete accident. No one has the same food unless it's by complete accident. Unless just irony, same with cardio, you know, all that. So like every individual is assessed differently. And actually one of the best coaches in the industry is a complete cookie cutter coach it's wild and he'll, he, he even talks about it he'll talk to me about it like he has this form, he wins so much and he has this fucking formula that I just don't understand but it produces W's it works you hire this dude for dude I if I say his price a lot of people might know who it is and like he probably wouldn't be happy with me sharing this because we are pretty tight you pay him a shit ton of money and, like, you're low-key getting the same plan as everyone else. But, dude, it's, it's working. Wow. And it's winning. And it's producing pros out uh, of an unreal clip. And I'm like, man, this guy's amazing. <laughs> like, this guy's unreal. <laughs> he's not doing any work. None. There's no <laughs> personalization. I'm just like, man, what? You have figured something out that's unreal. But, honestly, it could come out there everything's cookie cutter and nothing changes because he's winning. What about when check-ins come, though?
1: Yeah, or I mean. When you assess and buy a feedback, are things kind of, like,
0: I don't know what his check-ins are like.
1: I would be curious to know. It. I would be
0: so. Th- this competition season will get even tighter because yeah. we're at every national show together. and We always kind of kick the shit together. Yeah, you have to ask him, dude. I I I I, I want to know really bad. I you know what I wish? I wish podcast listeners. I I wish, people, I wish you even. I wish you could be in one of the circles when it's all like coaches just yeah. talking. I'm one day, dude, and it's just like. <laughs> the shit we talk about. I've so been fun. around it before, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah. I am not there yet. The shit we talk about is relate. just so fun. <laughs> like, it's just so like the like high level bodybuilding coaches probs. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we need a podcast like that. Yeah. Like high level bodybuilding coaches you problems. We need an
1: episode. Yeah,
0: you guys would be amazed. It'd be fun to get a few of my friends yeah. on here. Oh yeah. Um, it, it, it would. It would especially the coach I'm referring to right now. That guy. I don't think he's ever done a podcast. I don't think he does anything. Does so. he listen? Um, no, oh. no, no. He can't learn anything from me. <laughs> he can't. I mean, he he, he he just, he can't. Everything he's doing is working too well. It's mm-hmm. so like, why try to scramble your brain with anything else? Like, yeah. And he, dude, he's been in it That's so fucking long. So I don't, under, I've, I've never understood why pay someone just like wonder what other people are doing or like care about what other people are doing. Like I pay Matt, right? Yes, I, I, I actually pay Matt. I've been asked that in Q&A. So you pay Matt Jansen? Yeah. People have asked me, me if me. I pay you. Yeah. Brandon pays me. <laughs> yeah. Megan pays me. Yeah. Er- er- everyone pays me. Yeah. Dude, like, that's, that's how this works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pay Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not near good enough to get free coaching <laughs> from Matt Jansen. <laughs> like, trust me, I'm just not. I know my place. <laughs> when, when that day comes, you are be like, hey. Wait, when that day comes, I'll let the podcast know. <laughs> just know. It's not going to be on your terms. It's going yeah, to be him, it's his terms. <laughs> it's yeah. a, after, I wouldn't miss the USA. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> but just because someone else is doing it, it does not mean you should be. And this is something that beginner competitors should just completely fail to realize I don't care what x y and z are doing I care what you're doing I care what's in front of you and that's where you need to care as well because that's how you you being as as intentful and thoughtful with your approach as you are other people's approach that's when you're going to get somewhere I don't care what other people look like right now you know wow this is wild. I really just realized this I remember being 21 22 23 um, 24 and I was like looking at people who are my age and they were blowing me away I can't even tell you their names anymore they're gone they're not even in the industry anymore yeah and I I mean I blow, I'm blowing them away in every realm you know business impacting and bodybuilding mm-hmm. like I spent so much time wasted thinking about man like this guy's 23 dude. Like, I'm 23. And like, I look pathetic. I'm like, this guy's good. Where's he at now? Yeah. He's he's nowhere to be found. Like, dude, flame outs happen at such an unbelievable club. There's so many people I've seen come up over the last six years. I've really been into bodybuilding, like deep into bodybuilding, that, man, they could have had it all. And, like, if you're in it for the long haul and you're going to work longer than everyone else, eventually you're going to learn how to work harder, smarter, more optimally, more intentful, all those things, Right. I, I I say this, and you guys aren't going to be able to put it in, 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 into action until one day, you know, six years down the road, when you're six years deep in your bodybuilding endeavors, you're going to be like, holy fucking shit. No one who I was scared of then is even relevant now. hmm like, you got to play the long game here, man. There's people who come up, they take a bunch of steroids, or maybe there's a hyper-responder when they start their cycle and they're genetically gifted. Anyways, um, you know, look at their high school football picks, and it's like, holy fucking shit, like, I hate to be hit by that guy. Like, the reality is they actually didn't go, they looks like Tarzan played like Jane because they didn't go fucking anywhere to play football. So, like, they probably don't have the long-term willpower to actually do anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... I know there, there's there's two guys I went to high school with that, man, they could have been such elite-level bodybuilders with just a tiny bit of work. And, like, I bet they don't look like anything anymore. Yeah. You know, like, they were so much bigger than everyone else on the field. At the time, you would have been like, dude, I would do anything to have that physique. Or there was a guy. He was a running back. And I remember um, when my dad and I were so close, we went to a Shawnee football game. Um, some of you guys are going to know who I'm talking about because I actually just learned the other day how many people from Springfield still listen to the podcast. So, you guys are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. His, his first name starts with a W. We were all kind of, we all kind of thought the same fucking things. Man, he was yoked out of his <laughs> mind. I mean, this, he's the first dude off the bus. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't need a neck roll. His traps are a neck roll. <laughs> like, his biceps were just fucking gnar- He Man, he might have been on steroids in high school. He was huge. Never went anywhere to play. Um, he was fast as fuck too. Never really did anything, you know, with it. He, you know, looked like Tarzan, played like Jane. But I, I have no idea what he's doing now, man. I reached out of that guy, making my client, because that guy, that
1: guy could be There's, something. I have a, I have a friend too. His name really? is Rudy Wallstrom. Yeah, and he's just huge. Well, my freshman year, he was a senior. And yeah, he was a linebacker, and yeah, he had the biggest chest and arms i had ever unreal. seen in my entire life unreal and he was just pressing the 120s like nobody's in business, high school nobody's business Fuck. and i'm just like i want to be rudy walsh i need to be rudy, I <laughs> want to be rudy. <laughs> and now he lives in hawaii and like oh no shit yeah like i still keep up Last on his time. instagram
0: and stuff like yeah. that
1: but i need to Man. make him my client yeah dude Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's those fucking yeah. guys uh-huh. dude
0: wow that's wild mm-hmm. so just understand when you're paying someone, follow what that person is fucking telling you. Get a good coach. That's the best sheet code I can give you. Also, just because your coach is not have you do something that someone else within your team is doing. Like right now, I mean, I have, what, 10 clients with about seven weeks out. And on Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, almost all of them check in on those days right now. And then as much as needed thereafter. And it's, it's, it was funny to me this morning, yesterday, going through some check-ins. like, man... I oh, guys' protocols just like all over the fucking place. Like none of them are even close to in line with one another. Right. Um, and like, it's, it's cool. And like, it's fun to be there and it's fun to really like have that grasp on physiology and, you know, on the method. But at the end of the day, like the method is dynamic and like the method there, there, there's not one method. Like every individual has different, you know, things that they're doing and implementing um, that no one else is doing. So look, you're, I am a professional. I'm a professional at what I do. So if I'm paying a professional to play quarterback, I'm going to go let that professional play quarterback, and I'm going to realize I'm an amateur quarterback. And I'm going to pay that guy to play quarterback because that gives me the best chance of winning, right? Mm-hmm. You're an amateur, Right? you know? If you're paying a professional who you know has results at a high level. Let that person just be free. Just let it roam. Like if anything else is needed at any point, anywhere, you're gonna be made aware of it. If you have a good coach you're gonna be made aware, of it. you don't need to bring it up. Right. Like when I assess a check-in, I see everything. It's like a it's like a full spectrum when I'm assessing it. And then there's all the little tools inside that spectrum. And there's the tools we're using now, there's the tools that are in the tank, and then you know, there's like the gray area of implementation, right? And like Everything's everything is right there with every single update. So it's like, and I know I say this because the coaches I'm close with, I know they all view it this way as well. So like, why am I? am not. If I haven't told you to pull a tool in, don't pull a tool right. in. If I didn't tell you to take a tool out, don't take a tool mm-hmm. out. Just, just coach, just roll with it. Yep. Hiring a good coach, and I'm saying this because like this is my first prep with a good coach. Um, personally, as kind of embarrassing as that is to admit, is my first prep with a good coach it changes everything like everything you need to be more patient nothing comes quickly nothing's going to come fast you have physique goals there's things you actually want to to become there's things you actually want to build yourself into you need to be patient you need to be willing to ride out the wave you need to be willing to to just roll with the punches the, the high blows, the low blows, the injuries, the everything in between, be patient and stay mentally stable. If you're constantly mentally hot, mentally cold, you're all over the place, you can't even control yourself, you are in for a terribly rude awakening. I've said it how many times on here. I've, I, I've only had one client ever who just has the mental ups and downs that is just wild mentally that's done anything noteworthy right? It's not going to happen. Nothing major happens overnight. Nothing major happens quickly. The people you look up to, the things you're seeing, the results you're seeing, it's a byproduct of a shit ton of work. Change the way you view things. Some things are viewed negatively when really they shouldn't be. Oh my God, the, the scale goes up or the scale goes down or the scale goes away that you weren't anticipating. Your anticipation doesn't matter. Remember you hired a good coach mm-hmm. and oftentimes Let's say, let's say you want to see a scale drop just a little bit because you're in a fat loss phase. Well, scale might say the same or go up. All your training performance went up, you know, pretty substantially. Your sleep went up, your recovery went up, everything went up, and you actually look a little bit better, dude. Sometimes there's just some systemic inflammation that's your immune system response to recovering your body. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's just some systemic inflammation in there that's that's around uh, because of how hard you're training yeah. and how hard you're going, mm-hmm. like. There's nothing fancy or special about it. Like that's just what's happening. Yeah. Do you look better? Is your performance better? Boom. Yeah. There's, I tell my clients, there's two things you need to worry about. Execute perfectly, beat the logbook. If it's not one of those two things and you don't worry about it because re- your biofeedback check-in is not for you, it's for me. Mm-hmm. So everything in there, if your blood glucose is 96 today, it, does, it doesn't matter. It was eighty-eight last week. It was seventy-nine the week before. It was eighty-one the week before. Hey, a, a, a high reading is going to happen here and there. And obviously ninety-six and that high, right? Right. Now, when you find trends, like oh, you know, my digestion has been off today. Like, I've had um, like liquidy shits mm-hmm. for the last twelve hours. That's not data. Data is three days. Yeah. Five days Mm data is prolonged. Is this gonna stick around? Is this gonna last? Like we camera and I talked about quality communication. We are problem solvers, we're not therapists, right? We're coaches, we're not friends, even though it is very rewarding when you do become friends organically with your clients, right? So understand use the tools that are in your toolbox, and your toolbox is full with your coach. Okay, so change the way you view things. Just because, like, honestly, like, and where's negativity getting us? Nowhere. It's what stressing goal? You out. Yeah, it, it's just it's raising your cortisol, mm-hmm. which probably it pulls away from your sleep, which is probably pulling away from your recovery capabilities, which elevates your blood glucose, which is going to lower your fasted insulin levels. Like all these things, it's a byproduct, yep. right? It's going to lower your endocrine output. It's a domino effect. Yeah. So, like, why why be negative? Mm-hmm. Why be negative? Because you can't be negative without there being some stress response. You you can't be negative if you're doing everything you're told. Either. Exactly. Why be negative? Exactly. People get stressed during check ins. They haven't they haven't executed perfectly, mm-hmm. and I know that. Right. right. I don't have people that execute perfectly that are stressed out during their check ins. Okay. Um, on that note, hit your marks and just shut it down. Constantly dwelling on shit that you know, you're, you're, you're going to complete anyhow, or you have completed anyhow. Why? It just doesn't matter. Look, if you're on a macro-based protocol, I don't care if you're meals in six or three meals or your food is six meals or three meals. I don't care how you beat the logbook, just beat the fucking logbook. Like boil this shit down to how simple can this be? Hit your marks and shut it down. Hit your mark, shut down. How autopilot and robotic can we be in our operations within protocols? There's a time and a place in your life for emotions. And within your bodybuilding protocols, it's not the time and place for emotions. Mm -hmm. That's probably, that's what you're going to, if you're going to lose at a high clip, you're going to be emotional with your protocols. If you're going to win at a high clip, you're going to be robotic with your protocols. It's going to be autopilot. You're going to assess, you're going to do, you're going to, Report to your coach. And the people who do that, it's amazing what happens. Mm-hmm. It is unreal what happens. So if you don't think, if you don't obsess over the small shit 24 7, like every day you look in the mirror expecting there to be change. Or every day you step on the scale. Same time at the, you know, after a bowel movement, after XYZ, and you're like, need to see change all the time. You're going to be really fucking disappointed. You're overanalyzing the minuscule details that don't matter. So, leave it to your coach. Just leave it to your coach. And this is going to help you find your pace in bodybuilding. If you pay someone to help you, I truly believe this. If you pay someone to help you, the best route you can take is shut up and listen. And that's on behalf of me and every single other coach with any sort of reputation in the industry. The best thing you can do, shut up and listen. Ask questions that, that, that pertain to the protocol. Ask questions to learn that pertain to your protocol. Shut up and just let Jesus take the wheel. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> In this instance, your coach is the Jesus taking the wheel. Yep. And I truly think that's the best way to operate. I know it's helped me a ton in my bodybuilding endeavors. And I have a lot of case studies of clients who have been really fucking successful who this approach right here has helped greatly. I tried dumbing this down and really making this simple and easy to grasp because I know a lot of people are sh- struggle with this. And this is a really cut dry this is a really kind of in your face podcast about it, but this is reality and this is what you need. There's no secret sauce. The secret sauce is just told to you. Literally, I'll hire someone really fucking good and then do everything they say. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to become really good. Episode 141. I'll see you next time.